Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Daryl, what's going on, my man? What's up, buddy? What's happening, guys? Happy Friday. You as well. Got any plans for the weekend? Anything you can take in the NBA All-Star festivities? I will probably uh, watch some of the uh, the All-Star stuff, yeah. I, I Yeah. Daytona 500 this weekend, too. So That's I'm right. Gonna watch that. That's right. You, you, can care text- about the, you care about the race? Care about no, but I. It's one of the few races, Dustin, uh, that and the Indy 500 uh, that I would try and sit down and watch. Okay. Well, plus you're gonna you're gonna have to come ready when you're on with Ken Lima next week, because you know he's gonna ask you about the Daytona 500. So. Why well, I, I I'm rooting for Blaney this weekend. So okay. I told I told him that this morning. So <laughs> he almost fell out of a chi- out of his chair because he I he didn't think knew, you knew a race car driver. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't think I knew any of the drivers. Uh, Daryl, you never spent a hundred bucks at Taco Bell? Uh, no, and um, I, I've never spent a hundred dollars at any fast food restaurant. Mm. Uh, you must have bought for the entire well, there was a group city of, of there, Canton. There was a group of us. <laughs> the there was a group. It was five of us. So to be fair, you're, to be you're, fair, you're, you're poor plumbing. That's all I'll say. Oh, for God's sakes, you 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 idiots! <laughs> you're, you're like the same trolls on Twitter that go to the same lame ass joke every single time. Uh, your toilet. Oh, I feel man. bad for your 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 toilet. I feel bad for I your felt, butt. I could have said I feel bad for your intestines. Yeah. Well. Well, it's all the same. Right? It's all the same. <laughs> How on earth did you sp- spend that kind of money at Taco Bell? Goodness gracious! I ordered like thirty five items. Out of the goodness oh, of his okay. heart, he was buying for a car of people. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, Daryl, we've been having a conversation about the biggest busts in, I guess, both Cleveland history, but also NFL history. We were kind of surprised that Johnny Manziel was top two in the biggest NFL bust. We kind of felt, you know, Manziel, yeah, I think, you know, we don't like him here in Cleveland, so we kind of consider him a bust. And he was a first-round pick, but I think coming out, like, there was kind of mixed reviews on him. So I don't know if I put him top two all time. I Um, would. You would? Yeah. Mm. Of course I would. That's one of the fastest flameouts you ever see. He did go pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like he caught on anywhere else. Like he he was done, he was done. Like so yeah, that that's one of the big all-time flameouts. So Even across I, sports though, cuz th- this poll that Keith gave well, I us. I thought we I thought you said NFL. Well, yeah. so he's two in the Don't NFL. Don't move the goalposts on me I'm now. So, okay, so he's two in the NFL. He's also he was also two based on this poll in all across sports. It was Jamarcus Russell one and Johnny Manziel two, both for the NFL poll and for all sports. I don't know if I'd put him number two, at least in all sports. I don't know all sports, but definitely NFL. He's worthy of top two mm. consideration. We disagree, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't put him that high, Daryl. In the NFL? No. 
22nd overall pick. They traded for him. Yeah. That's they did trade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they made a trade to get him. <laughs> so. our, our view on it, Daryl, was that, like I said, I think coming out, there was people who were excited about him, and they thought, like, oh, man. Like- I, I mean, listen, I, I think the Browns own, like, I don't know, 15 of the top 20 NFL busts of all time, don't they, since 1999? <laughs> that is first true. First round busts. That is very true. Well, like, no, 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 nobody drafted flameouts quite better than the Cleveland Browns used to. Yeah, I mean, Barcavius Mingo came up. Uh, there was, yeah, the, the, the names were endless of, uh, of Gerard Browns Warren. Busts. Yeah, he came up. That was another one. Justin Gilbert came up. That was another one. Same year as Menzel, obviously. Um, I, I asked this question, Daryl. I, I I don't know that we can sit here today and say it, but could Baker Mayfield end up an all-time sports bust? No. Led the led the Browns to their best record uh, in the expansion era and won a playoff game. So no. Yeah, and he's going to play another decade. Most well, yeah, I mean he's he has the potential to be the next Colt McCoy. Yeah, or or find a place to start. I don't know. I think I, I mean he can make a small fortune just being a backup quarterback. Yeah, if he can that make is something. If if that is something that he's willing to, you know, from an ego standpoint, if he's willing to swallow his pride a little bit, um, he yeah, he could be a, back, a backup for the next ten years in the NFL uh, slash spot starter and make a ton of money doing it, just like Colt McCoy did. Mm-hmm. Talking with our Browns beat reporter Daryl Ryder. Daryl, we had Sean King on yesterday. He made an interesting point about how. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense this year kind of figured out how to play to his strengths. And they also built the offense around playing to his strengths, but also managing his deficiencies. And he kind of called out to Deshaun Watson and, and said, you know, take note. We talked about it yesterday, but do you think with, as we hear about this meeting of the minds with Deshaun and Kevin Stefanski about what the offense should look like next year, that designing an offense in the image of the Eagles is something that would behoove them? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it would be smart, um, but they they need to design the offense for Deshaun Watson, not so much the Eagles or any other successful offense that's out there. Uh, you know, and I I think Kevin Stefanski will do that, um, but you know, certainly the pressure is on Watson to be a uh, a top 10 player at the position because if he's not then the Browns wasted six draft picks and 230 million dollars and they won't be going anywhere anytime soon so the pressure certainly is on uh, Watson to perform um so yeah I mean I I really liked what Nick Sirianni and the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts I think that there's um some staying power with that offense if that makes sense yeah and but uh, it's easy to say, yeah, just copy what the Eagles did. But I, I think it's you know more important for Stefanski to take his offense, and and it's my understanding this is this is the plan this off season. But to just basically take his offense, sit down with Deshaun, and and take out all the stuff that Deshaun doesn't like or isn't comfortable with. And then draw up some new stuff uh, that Deshaun does like, and, and draw up some concepts that uh, you know he feels comfortable um, running. But uh, yeah, I mean that that's kind of where I'm at with this whole how do you retool this offense? 
Um, you know, it was run heavy with Nick Chubb out of necessity because they didn't have the player at quarterback to carry the offense. Well, now they do, or at least they believe they do, right? They, they've invested enough in the position to where I think it's fair to assume uh, that they do, right? That they have that guy to carry the offensive quarterback in Deshaun Watson. So um, you're no longer as reliant on Nick Chubb and the running game to carry the offense. Uh, but what they've got to do now is they've got to shore up that passing game and give uh, Watson some uh, additional weapons to get the football to. But, yeah, I, I, I see. I agree with the Eagles are a good blueprint for the Browns, but I think it's more important for Stefanski to, to you know, kind of come up with his own thing for Deshaun. Yo, if Aaron Rodgers comes to the AFC – how much tougher does that make it for the Browns? We already have five I, really I was, good quarterbacks. It's already tough. That's what I'm <laughs> I mean, saying. I, you know, uh, Browns fans hate me for saying it, but I, I'm just keeping it real. Um, look, it's Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo in that one tier, and I think there's a gap. And then there's the rest of the AFC playoff field. There's another gap, and then there's the, the Browns. And... I, I don't know that the Browns are significantly from a talent perspective behind some of those teams, but just that the talent hasn't delivered uh, at the level that's required. So um, if Aaron Rodgers, yeah, if he ends up in the AFC, uh, it's just going to make things even more uh, difficult. It provides yet another obstacle because you've got, uh, aside from the big three, right, Mahomes, Allen, uh, and Burrow, uh, I think you got to put Justin Herbert in that in, in, up in there, uh, out there with the Chargers, um, and then you throw God, you throw Rodgers into the mix. Yeah, it it makes things a little <laughs> much more difficult on the Browns. It also depends on the division. Um, if he goes to the AFC East, let's say the New York Jets, just for sake of conversation, well, guess who the Browns have to play this fall. The Jets. For like the 10th year in a row, I feel yeah, like. Well, you know, this is what happens when you're playing a third and fourth place schedule every year like the Browns. That's the amazing thing, right? The Browns play a third and fourth place schedule every freaking year, and they still can't get to the playoffs with any level of consistency or regularity. Unreal. Talking with our Browns. Oh, no, it's very real. <laughs> it's, it's very real. Talk with our Browns beat reporter, Daryl Ryder, brought to you again by Shivan Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, lots made out of Andrew Barry's drafts of late and how the Browns don't have any pro What, that they've not been very good? Well, Gee, well, I wonder why people would make a big deal well, of that. It's not so much that. I, I kind of talked about this over the weekend, but and I'm not saying that Andrew Barry doesn't need to draft better, and I've, I've been a big... I, I've been saying it as loud as anybody that like these next few drafts where he has no first round picks, like this is going to be the, the the true test of how he evaluates talent, how he is as a GM. But I do think like one narrative that feels a little, I guess, stale to me is the whole, you know, he hasn't had any Pro Bowlers in his drafts yet. I, I did the math on this. Like the Chiefs, the last three years, same span of time that Andrew Barry's been here, they only have one Pro Bowler that Dave drafted. Um, and that's again, since the time that John Dorsey left their organization and he drafted Mahomes and Kareem. So same sort of scenario where John Dorsey was there, kind of loaded the team up with talent, then left. And they're still kind of riding a lot of that talent. You see that here in Cleveland as well. Is is too much made out of that narrative that they don't have any pro bowlers drafted at this point when the chiefs are out here winning with only one in the last three years themselves. Uh, I'm scrolling through right now, his picks to give you my take on the volume of viable players 
that he has found. Of the 22 picks, I would say he has found 11 viable players. So that's a 50% ratio. Um, I think the rest of them probably don't belong in the National Football League. Mm. Um, But uh, they're going to be on the Browns because Andrew Berry drafted them. And he doesn't like getting rid of his draft picks unless he absolutely has to do that. Um, you know, the the Pro Bowl thing, all pro thing, like those are the measuring sticks for uh, player ascension to being the best at their position, right? And so I think that Jeremiah Wusukoromoa has the potential to grow into something like that. Martin Emerson, who I thought had an outstanding rookie season uh, in the secondary, I think he has the potential to grow into that. Um, I think Jedrick Wills is what he is. He's, uh, uh, He's a stable player on the left side of the offensive line. He's not elite by any stretch of the imagination. He basically fills a spot. Okay, and uh, you know, unfortunately, he's following Joe Thomas. So sucks to be him, right? That's a <laughs> tough resume. That, that's a tough resume to be compared against. Um, outside of that, man, <laughs> it, it gets real thin from there. So um, I just, when you don't have first round picks, and you've you've got to hit on those second, third, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth round guys. Barry hasn't had a lot of hits. Donovan Peoples-Jones, sixth-round pick, 2020 draft, big-time hit. It took three years, though. And my argument right now, they have eight draft picks. But this is not a year where they need draft picks. They need guys that can step on the field to help them win games immediately. They need immediate impact. So I am all for trading picks for guys that can help today. That's not to say they can't find a couple. You mentioned the Chiefs. They found a couple of guys, uh, a couple of rookies that helped them in their Super Bowl run. But man, the Browns need guys that can help them win immediately. So draft and develop, which has been the philosophy over the last five, six, seven, eight years, as important as that is to roster construction in the NFL, if there was ever a year for Andrew Berry to pause that, it's this year because they need guys that can contribute at a high level immediately. Daryl, we know Deshaun Watson likely due for a contract restructure of some sort this offseason. Who else might be in line for that this offseason? Well, Miles Garrett, potentially. And and basically, the, the restructures aren't that big of a deal. Right. It's basically what you do is, uh, for instance, Watson's base salary is around $45, 46000000 million. You subtract the veteran minimum, which is, uh, I, I think, uh, a couple million for him. And the rest of that, you convert it into a signing bonus. So you can spread it over the length of the deal. Maybe you throw some voidable years to even spread it out some more. And that's the fastest way to lower salary cap numbers. Uh, Garrett is second on the team as far as cap hit goes. By the way, Watson this year is scheduled for a, almost a $55 million cap hit. Yeah. And I think Miles, if my memory serves me correctly, the way his is structured, I think he's close to $30 million. Uh, Amari Cooper, too, uh, is in line. Uh, they can do some things with him. I think he's scheduled for $20 million uh, this year as a base salary, but his cap hit is around $24 million. 
So those those are I would say those three guys right there. You can play around with their their cap numbers and and get them down. I'm not the least bit worried about the Browns in salary cap trouble, uh, at least this particular offseason, because those are some pretty basic moves that uh, Barry can make to free up the room. The cap's a myth. Uh, real quick. Is, yes, Ke- it is, 100%. Kevin Love, his jersey yeah. should be retired, right? Yeah, it, it will be. Um, you know, his 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 legacy here is is obviously mixed. He'll, uh, you know, his impact helping winning uh, the 2016 NBA title can never be forgotten. His impact off the floor and, and bringing mental health awareness yeah. to the forefront um, and taking some of the negative stigma away from that, I, I think is uh, as valuable as his on-the-court contributions. Wasn't all, you know, sunshine and rainbows with him here. Did some pouting after the rebuild and the, uh, the, uh, the big contract extension that he got. Uh, uneven production, uneven availability due to injury, but uh, longevity, overall contributions. I, you know, him, LeBron, and Kyrie, those jerseys will be hanging in the rafters someday. He's Dale Ryder, our Browns beat reporter. As always, delivers the goods. He's brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Dale, appreciate it, man. Have a good weekend, all right? You too. Enjoy All-Star and, uh, of course, the, uh, the Daytona 500. Thanks, buddy. Take it easy. See ya. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.